Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher, and my co-host this week is Grace Duffy, and this is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On this week's talk show, we will be exploring new shopping ads for Facebook and Instagram and Facebook dating. Our special guest is Amanda Robinson, and she's the founder of The Digital Gal and is a digital nomad. You'll find out more in a second about where she's at, but you can find her right now online at thedigitalgal.com. Welcome back to the show, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to be back here. Yes. So tell us, give us a real quick sentence or two. Where are you at right now? Because a lot of our friends are, are there with you. So... I'm in beautiful, warm, hot Austin, Texas. I'm attending the Many Chat Conversations conference, the chatbot conference, and it is unbelievable. The energy here, it is so exciting to be surrounded by fellow marketers, fellow bot builders, lots of SME um, peeps that are here as well. So there's lots of representation of people that we all know in our mutual circles, all here at this conference, soaking in all the bot knowledge. And I'm really excited about some of the changes that are coming. Yes. So yet another stop on the nomadic life. Yes. And Amanda is a, an official agency partner, right? Is that what, yes. is that what it says? Yep. Yeah. So today, today's agency day for, for the conference. So today it's all the agencies, people who are official agency partners for mini chat. And then tomorrow the actual official conference starts. Well, cool. thank you so much for letting us pull you away to talk about your other expertise, other huge expertise, which is Facebook ads. So Facebook ads are my jam. <laughs> <laughs> and bots. So yeah. Yeah. So let's jump right in here. So basically Facebook announced that both Facebook and Instagram were testing new ad products that were going to be uh, improving the e-commerce experience on those different platforms. And again, they said over the next few weeks, but Diving into this, let's break down what this actually is. Yeah, so these shopping ads are being primed for the holiday season. You know, tying ads to the frictionless checkout and payment process where people are already, you know, shopping or already following businesses, getting recommendations from friends and so forth. So this seems like a really smart move. And I wanted to walk through each of these. So let's go ahead and start with uh, Facebook. So Facebook is rolling out... Uh, What are they, dynamic ads? Like, tell us about them. So Facebook is rolling out, they're testing a feature to allow native checkout right within the Facebook app for dynamic Facebook ads or sort of Facebook shopping posts. So what that looks like is up until now, you can have certain products that you're promoting, but you have to click and go to the actual product page and then purchase outside of Facebook. So they're testing some 
native features for checking out right within the app. And again, it's just testing. It's not fully rolled out, but it's nice to see that they're starting to test that in Facebook stories. It's already a feature that's available to large certain brands on the Instagram side. And I just want to clarify this. When, when we're talking all about these shopping features that are being tested, whether it's Instagram or on Facebook, we have kind of these two, two evolutions happening right now. So there are shoppable products where you can tag posts or you can have products that people can then go and follow and purchase and buy from the website. But there's a checkout feature. So there's shoppable and then there's checkout. And checkout is native checkout right within the actual app itself. So Instagram already has this for certain brands that they've been testing for a while now, where the entire checkout experience is natively right within the app. So you don't have to leave, go somewhere else, check out and then come back. Whereas what this feature is with Facebook, they're now starting to test that in certain areas to have native checkout right within the actual Facebook app from stories. I think it's funny that Facebook, the network that wants to keep you on its network the most out of all of them. I mean, they've, they've stated it, they've even hinted at it subtle and not so subtle is getting around to this now, you know, because you know, clicking it and having it bring up something that's external from Facebook, even, you know, still kind of as an overlay in the app feels still like you're leaving the app versus being able to literally check out inside of Facebook. Right. Exactly. Well, we already see some native checkout features in Messenger. I mean, it, we're talking back about Messenger bots. There is a native checkout feature in Messenger. There are lots of rules around it on what you can and can't sell within Messenger and have it natively check out using, actually, it's using Stripe. But seeing this now branching into shoppable products, just it makes sense. Uh, but there is a lot, there's a lot behind it that has to support that from a structural standpoint. So it's neat to see that they're, they're starting to test these, these opportunities and roll them out slowly. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. So uh, that was the Facebook side. Am I missing a Facebook thing? I feel like I am. There's quite a few more of there's them. There's a lot more Facebook <laughs> stuff. Yes, we have a lot of Facebook was, to cover. I was going to say, there's week. a lot more Facebook stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, but moving over onto the Instagram side. So talking about those shoppable posts that we have on Instagram, right now, up until now, it's all been on the organic side. So where Instagram is starting to test, they're starting to test allowing advertisers, sorry, allowing brands who have been using these tags to start promoting these posts so that you have to be posted. You can't do them as just an ad that hasn't been posted. It has to be organically posted, but then they're, al- they're now testing, allowing you to take those and create ads with them using Ads Manager. So that is an exciting shift. So now rather than just having building your following and getting a lot of attention onto getting a lot of engagement and attention onto your Instagram profile and your Instagram stories, and that's where you've been able to sell by using the different tags and different features for these shoppable products. Now, if you're doing that, they're allowing you to then take those and promote them as an ad with ads manager. And that now opens up a whole huge opportunity for you to really amplify and really get some increase in sales. So if I was to create an organic shopping post in Instagram, I would have to enable checkout on it and then turn that into an ad or would I have to turn it into an ad and then that enables checkout? No, you you already have to have all of these features enabled or already have to have these features set up and already operating like you would if you have shoppable posts. So if you can tag products in your in your posts, then you're now being able to give, given the opportunity, if you make a post and you tag a bunch of products, now you can go into ads manager and promote it as an existing post. All right. I love it. Yeah. What's <laughs> next? What's next? Uh, I think we can move on to the uh, stories updates, Eric. Okay. So Facebook is testing a number of new stories features to help public figures and celebrities connect with their audience and fans. So Eric, we're not just talking about shopping and dating. We're also talking about celebrities. I I forgot. Yeah. It's Facebook (laughs) celebrity. We're talking about celebrities dating and shopping. I mean, it is a slumber party. 
<laughs> okay, so let's talk about these new updates. Uh, so there's some new tools here and collaborative stories. That's interesting. How does this work? Okay, so I am really excited about collaborative stories. Uh, the example that they gave is they tested it with um, the music festival Tomorrowland. And what they did is they allowed the festival Tomorrowland to have some of their, their bands be able to contribute with collaborative stories. So on the Tomorrowland profile, the stories that were being shared were shared by the band like the Chainsmokers, for example. So you can have multiple collaborators and it's all sharing on that one, on that one brand. So where I see a huge potential for this, imagine if Social Media Examiner during Social Media Marketing World allowed different brands or collaborators to post as Social Media Examiner but as their profile. So collaborating these stories with, with like different it. celebrities. I like it and a lot, be, actually. Exactly. So, so where the real perk is coming here is, I mean, for the example that they gave in the, the one article that I was reading is that the chain smoker saw 92%, um, 92% of their viewers of that story came from people who don't already follow them. So what this feature is doing is basically unlocking the ability to get a huge amount of exposure for certain brands, certain creators that wouldn't otherwise have that by using leveraging the power of these collaborative stories. So what, where I see this move going really, I mean, yes, it's a really cool feature and yes, it would be really neat to see how this gets used from a, a user experience. But where I see this is really, they're trying to use a hook to lure people, lure creators and lure celebrities into using the Facebook stories, using the Facebook application and, and getting getting more prominent on there because what we're seeing is yes, we have a huge amount of activity happening in Instagram. We don't see as much happening on Facebook stories. We're starting to see a little more activity happening in stories, Facebook stories now, but by them testing these features, as well as the other features we're going to talk about, it's really starting to unlock a lot of opportunity for exposure and unlock a lot of opportunity for the future of things to come that I think we're going to start seeing with stories as Facebook sort of tweaks their layouts and tweaks how the, the platform is being used in relation to stories. So the, the whole thought of them testing these collaborative stories is the one news, news bite from today that actually gets me really, really excited. Did they say anything about what constitutes a celebrity or is anybody that just says, oh, I am one, could partner with a brand as long as the brand gives permission? I'm now, internet famous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, a lot of what Facebook does doesn't come with any rhyme or reason or, or, or a lot of clarification around it. But uh, no, there's no, they've just been testing it with certain, okay. certain celebrities. So along with these collaborative stories, they're also helping these creators build a following with these fan reply stickers for stories. So can you tell us what these are and how we would be able to use them as right. fans, I guess? <laughs> so the fan reply sticker was the second part of this that made me go like, oh, like I can really see a, an excuse for using this. So in, if you're using, um, if you're using stories, you have a lot of other stickers and a lot of things that you can do to get engagement from people. So you can do polls and you can ask questions and natively how we've been seeing that work is if, if you ask a question, and somebody replies, you can collect all those replies in one spot and then you can share them as a new post, right? And mm -hmm. add your own images and whatnot behind those things. Well, this new feature, the fan reply stickers, have you ever had the point where you're, you're doing stories, but you almost wish in a stories format that you could get people to give you a photo or video back rather than just put a comment or a click or a reply or a tap or a slide or a like, you know, you would, would want them to actually give you back a photo. If you're at an event and it's like, I want to see your photos or give me your photos or send us your videos. They've been testing this with, again, we're talking celebrity brands here. So they've tested it with the bands ACDC and Afropunk and they tested it with the NBA. 
And so okay. imagine this, if they test that with the NBA saying, send us fans, send us your, you know, raving fan photos and we will feature it on our stories. So it gives them the ability to collect all of these videos and images and then share it to their stories. And, and it's all happening natively within the platform rather than, you know, people having to email them in or DM them or, and, right. and then, you know, when you get into that, then you get into like rights usage and, and whatnot and stories last for 24 hours. So yeah. having the ability to actually collect video and photo gives such an amazing opportunity to create more collaborative stories and to really celebrate your fans and to get more engagement and more participation. So I'm very, very excited. And yes, there's a, uh, Amanda's making a comment here. Great for user generated content and photo challenges. Yeah, totally. Now, oh yeah. I'm not sure if we'll see this roll out in a big way anytime soon. I think they, again, are sweethearting, sweethearting celebrities and big brands with creating more opportunities for them to engage with their fans. So I, I would be very curious to see if that would, would roll out to the general public anytime soon, because that's one that I would really like to get my hands on. And now just to keep in mind, I do want to point out that the things we're talking about here, the collaborative stories and the fan reply stickers, these are Facebook stories, not Instagram stories. Yeah. So these are happening on the Facebook side of things, which is really interesting because generally when we see stories updates, it happens Instagram then to Facebook. Right. And so now this is putting Facebook first. And also, as you're talking, I was thinking that that interaction of, hey, send us your photos in the stands or whatever, like that's instantaneous, right? Like they turn around, they take the picture and then you're posting it. You can be posting it as the game is going. Right. So that would be so cool. I like that. I would love this. Yeah. So Facebook is also rolling out something called Facebook stars. So how does this work for live video? And have you seen this yet? So, so far the Facebook stars feature has already been available for gamers in the, in the gaming world. And there's quite a huge application process for people to be able to sort of monetize when it, when it comes to live streaming, gaming and getting stars from fans. So how that works, they're now starting to test rolling that out into actual into the, the live streaming space. And what those are, um, people can buy, your fans can buy stars and then they can give you stars. You can incentivize your fans to give you stars and you actually earn money based on how many stars they give you. And right now, 10,000 stars equals $100 US for the creator. So if you are a creator and you're producing content, you're encouraging your fans to buy their own stars and then give you stars. The more stars that you get, then you're earning dollars off of that. But it's, it's also a way to really engage your fans. So it's neat to see that that feature is starting to spill over outside of the gaming world. Yeah. I really like uh, adding more into one. It's, it's a way for creators on Facebook to monetize going live, which is great. Well, and this is something that I have to say, it's almost like Facebook playing a little bit of catch up compared to other live streaming platforms like Twitch, for example. Mm -hmm. These features are already available on other platforms where people can purchase tokens or stars or whatever they're called and, and be able to give them to you to show, you know, you're doing a great job or we believe in you or we really like this content, do more of this or in a contest format. I mean, they had the, the one example that they gave in here was makeup tutorial live streamer who in she rewards her fans with one-on-one makeup tutorials with the top weekly star giver or the month, top monthly star senders. So there's, it's neat to see that these are tactics that are, have been very common for a very long time, very long existing on many other platforms. And it's neat that Facebook is now starting to bring it over here. It has been more prevalent in gaming platforms. And now it is nice to see that they have had it available for a while for gamers on Facebook, but now that it's rolling into what I call sort of like the Facebook mainstream. 
Cool. cool. And there's one other monetization opportunity that they, they rolled at Sminer, but it's, it's a big deal. It's the uh, swipe up links on the stories. Can you tell us more about that, Amanda? Yeah. So swipe up links right now have been available, available for some, but now they're making them available for some creators. So creators and public figures. So it's basically opening up the ability to, to even more. And again, it's another option to kind of lure creators into the platform to be using the platform. So rather than just having your fans engage with you, they're giving creators and public figures a chance to actually not just grow their following, but actually monetize that and get a lot of benefit from producing content on the Facebook side of things. Now, this is different from like just the swipe up to go to a link from like Instagram stories that we're used to and that Facebook has or hasn't had much of, uh, in stories so far. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a different, it's, it's almost like a swipe up to like almost in a sense, like a store. Yeah. It still allows them a swipe up feature to add any, to add links, but now they can have those links go to merchandise or product products that they want to sell. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. And if you can check out right in Facebook, yes. <laughs> if they roll that out, then like our world, we never have yeah. to leave Facebook, right? And, and I want to say that all these little features that we're talking about here, they're all little bits and pieces that are being tested. They're not all woven together. They're not all coming together perfectly in one giant, big, seamless, mm-hmm. you know, follow your favorite NBA stars and then share photos with them and then give people stars and then get rewarded. And these are all separate little bits and pieces. But I think right. this is all leading us down the road in the future to see all of these pieces be connected in a very interconnected world of Facebook where you can have a seamless shopping experience. You can have user-generated content. You can have creators monetizing and and making it worth their while to spend their time on Facebook, create content for Facebook. And we see all of this really heavily skewing towards stories. Right, right. It's all really cool. And it's all just coming together, like you said, in this really great way. And I just, you know, of course, as marketers, we're always thinking like, how can we make, how can we use this? How can this work all together? But you're right. It's absolutely, it's all like coming together slowly and it's just exciting to watch it all come together and to dream of the possibilities, right? Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So the time has come to talk about Facebook dating. Uh, and, and normally, you know, this, uh, I mean, how does this apply to marketers? Well, let's just say some marketers out there could be Facebook dating consultants, but I just want to talk about it as part of the Facebook ecosystem. They announced this, not this past F8, but the previous F8. So it's kind of funny that it took almost a year and a half to show up. I don't know if anybody else caught on to that. It's actually already been available in Canada, technically, for, okay. uh, I, I can't remember how long, but it's been quite a long time that it's so, been available. Yeah, because they've, they've been testing it there, right? Yeah. They are testing yes. it in Canada. All right. Yes, but, All right, like, cool. but again, from the time they announced it to when it's actually been rolling out in, you know, the, the, the Facebook proper of not being tested is, is a pretty long time. It has been a long time. So, so it's, it's, it's kind of one of those... We've all been waiting for it, but then we kind of forgot about it. Yeah. So, so the, announce, the announcement of it finally rolling out to the U.S., what was it, last week? When it, it finally was, rolled out globally, yeah. to, not globally, rolled out to the U.S. Um, right. and caused quite a stir. So it really reignited the excitement behind it. Yes. Yeah. So the night that, it, or the day that it, it launched, right? So one of our friends of the show, friends of Social Media Examiner, Leslie Samuel, and those of you who don't know him, he runs the training for our Social Media Marketing Society. He's also a blogger, podcaster, just a really all around great guy. So he and, got on. And also oh, happily married. Well, I was going to get to that. I, I'm building up to that, <laughs> okay, right? Okay, sorry. I, so I, he, spoiler he alert. A, 
Oh, spoiler alert. He's married. So, <laughs> but uh, he created this live video in which he walks through the steps of setting up a dating profile on like he was on Facebook live and he set up a dating profile on Facebook and it's really, really funny. And as Eric says, he mentions this several times. In fact, that he is happily married. He was doing this with the blessing of his wife. It was completely for experimental purposes for us, you know, for us, his viewers. Right. And being completely honest, he does delete the profile at the end. So, you know, just completely honest here. But I I saw the replay the next day. But Amanda, I know you're watching it live and commenting. So since we have you, since we have the privilege of having you on the show today, I wanted to go through this whole process, <laughs> the process with you. And first of all, where do you find Facebook dating? Like, where do you go to right. meet a nice person on Facebook? <laughs> First of all, I don't know if you can really meet a nice person on Facebook. I mean, the jury's still out on that. We're going to work through that. No, <laughs> where do you go? So a lot of people are confused as to where to find the Facebook dating. Um, a lot of people are calling it the Facebook dating app. It's, um, it's natively right within your Facebook app that you already have on your mobile phone. So it's available on mobile. You can't find this on desktop, I don't believe. And how it works is if it's available for you, then when you go into your little menu settings and you scroll down through your settings, you'll see a little, a little heart that says dating. And then you can set up your Facebook dating profile from there. So it's kind of like Facebook marketplace. If you go to post a, post something on Facebook marketplace, you're kind of going to a separate section within the app. And then dating is the same, same type of thing. You're going to a completely separate section within the app. So it's still on Facebook. It's writing on all of Facebook's data, but it's a different section. And the real kicker that is, is really kitten me is that I am Canadian. I don't have the feature. And then I figured maybe it's because I'm using a U.S. cell phone, but my, my profile is Canadian. I thought, well, maybe it's because I'm using a U.S. cell phone. And then, then when it rolled out across the U.S., I'm like, I still don't have it. So I'm, I'm having some serious <laughs> Facebook dating FOMO right and they now. they tested it in Canada first, too. So I'm like, I know. Like, what's going on the, here? <laughs> so digital, you're a digital nomad, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm moving around too much. Facebook has you're no right. idea where I'm going next. Well, they're like, they're trying to track you. And you're like, yeah. you're making you're making it very difficult to track you. So. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Now, um, and, and so this is only on the phone. You can't do this on desktop. Yeah. Is that correct? That's okay. as far as I know right now. Yes, it's Got only it. on your phone. Got it. Now, it, what I love about the Facebook dating app in comparison to other dating apps, and I am not a dating app expert by any means, but there are certain features about dating apps that are pretty common. And there are a lot of safeties and securities that are built into a lot of apps. And a lot of them, you know, you have to go and you build a profile. So you build yourself a profile, um, you fill it with a whole bunch of information, you have to talk about yourself and pick your photos. And it can be a little bit time consuming to set up your profile. And most people are on several dating apps or several dating profiles. So it really becomes like a really boring window shopping event where it's like swipe, 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 swipe. And you don't really put a ton of effort into your profile where I find with Facebook, the Facebook dating um, section, what I find really exciting about this is that Facebook is pulling all of this information. They make it so easy for you to set up a profile that you're kind of prompted into it. So Facebook can pull photos for you and, and you can put in your, your headline. But for the majority of the time, Facebook is actually leveraging all the information and data that you already have on the platform. And where I find the most exciting part of this is rather than you relying on a third-party app or another platform that you have to put information into to then try and get matches, Facebook is going to be using all of the information it has on your interests and behaviors and all of that lovely data to help find you a relevant match. 
So that's one of the areas that I find really exciting. The other area that I love, the feature that I love, and the whole reason I want to get my hands on this app and start playing with it is that you can have a secret crush. So you can identify secret crushes where you can say, you can choose one of your Facebook friends or one of your Instagram followers. So if somebody follows you on Instagram, you're eligible to secret crush them as well. Um, and you can identify them, identify them as a secret crush. And if they also secret crush you, a match is made and you're able to, you're, no, you're both notified and then Whoa. you can communicate. I know, isn't wow. this amazing? That, that almost sounds like a rom-com plot right there, you know? <laughs> There are limits on how many secret crushes you can have. So I don't think you can just, you know, Rolodex your entire Facebook and Instagram followers list and like secret crush everybody and hope for the best. Uh, you can't game the system that way. I think your limit might be nine. I think you can have nine secret crushes at one time. So you might have to, you know, uncrush somebody to recrush a new person. That sounds bad. What, um, kind of, what kind of preferences <laughs> can you set? I know it's pulling in all this data, but do you get any say as it kind of does this algorithmic matchmaking? Um, I do believe you can set some preferences. I think, you know, on gender, on, you can input certain data on like your height, your profession, uh, lots of information in those regards. So you do have, you do have some control over this. Allie, Allie McGee, Kelly is here. She's saying you don't have to pull in the data. You can start from scratch. So that's also something to note there. And in fact, so it also brings up another point, which is that this is not your Facebook profile. It's a separate profile altogether. Yes. And that is, that in itself is lovely because you can still, you still have privacy and speaking of privacy. So I I told you before we went live, I told you that I discovered something really cool about this, a feature that I think makes the Facebook dating feature, I think makes it best in class is that um, I tried to get some friends because I don't have it right now. I tried to get some friends to send me some screenshots and send me some uh, recordings of the back end so I can really dig in deep. And it, there are some privacy, Facebook has built in privacy protection. So it has a uh, screenshot and screen recording blocking enabled. Oh, that's great. So really? Yes. I'm like that right there makes this something that I find extremely valuable. So he was able to screenshot certain, his own profile. He was able to screenshot certain parts of the app, but when it came to actually opening up somebody else's profile and screenshotting or screen live screen recording, it goes black or it goes blank. I'm like, thank you, Facebook. Thank okay. you. Now that's, that's, an awesome. un- I, that's an unsung feature that, I mean, that I would be putting like front and center is like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> there's, and I know people, there's always ways around this, this type of stuff, but the fact that uh, it's not easy, but it's not easy. Now it's not easy. Right. Yeah. Like Facebook has made it a little bit more difficult. Facebook yeah. catches and, a lot of flack for privacy issues, but that right there indicates they can do this and make it mm-hmm. work. So that's actually that interesting me, to me. That got me really excited. And think yeah. about it, it's not, it's not on desktop. So you can't just use your desktop screenshot. Like on a Mac, you know, I go command shift four and I can screenshot little sections of my, whatever's on my screen. But mm-hmm. if it's only on mobile, you can't do that. So I'm very excited about this. Okay. Any other oh, key and, pieces, things you're and, excited about looking forward um, to in this? Yeah, I do want to share, not really on the excited about side, I do want to share the the general, I'm getting excited about the potential that there is, but let's talk about the reality of it, what it is right now. And that they officially released it and launched it and got a, a huge amount of buzz happening with those in the United States. Lots of my friends have the app and we're, or not app, sorry, the feature and we're creating profiles and there's so much buzz and excitement, but it was a giant lunch bag letdown for most people because they set up their profiles and then they're not matching with anybody. It's crickets. 
But where did, are they pulling the matches from? I guess we should note that too. So they're not pulling it from your your More own friends. friends, right? You're pulling right. it from other things, right? So I think what they said was like events. What else was it like? It I remember events. That's to your groups, right? And then common interests. So maybe it's just like I don't know. Well, what yeah. I what I think is uh, from what I'm seeing is a lot of people set up profiles and then had no matches and it was crickets. But uh, I think what they're doing is that Facebook has to get people on the platform before right. they can have matches happen. So mm-hmm. they need to get a lot of buzz, get a bunch of people to create a profile and then almost phase it in where all of a sudden now it's time to start matching you. And that's what we saw with uh, my friend, Ken Watson, who's watching now. Uh, he was letting me in on that. There was nothing, nothing, nothing. And all of a sudden he got a no- notification saying, now we're going to start giving you matches. And now mm-hmm. he's starting to get matches and oh. it's, it's coming through. So, they so need I to- think, that needs to be part of the onboarding is as you're setting up, they say, okay, yeah. it may take a while, but we're, don't worry. We're working in the background to like, exactly. you know, so I think when it comes to first impressions, especially with how uh, window shoppable, a lot of these uh, dating apps can become and how impatient most of us really are in today's day and age. It was a giant letdown for the majority of users that I've spoken with or I've, I've done research with that have downloaded or not downloaded, who have uploaded their, their information and, created a profile and then had nothing happen. So when you have a bad first impression of something, it's hard to keep you coming back. But so I'm very interested to see how this develops now that more and more people are adopting this feature and getting on board with it to see if those matches actually produce any quality. And if anybody out there has experienced a secret crush that use like actually matching with somebody with that feature, I would love to know. I want to know what that experience is like. So definitely keep me, keep me up to speed if that happens. Very cool. Oh, for sure. Any other last thoughts on the dating? Anything we should know? <laughs> uh, I'll keep you posted on when my profile finally happens. Yeah. Very cool. I have a feeling that people are probably going to like set this up and be like, okay, you know, and then like, it'll just run in the background yeah. and like your friend Ken, it'll probably just like come up and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. You know, kind of like, I guess some of the other Facebook products, like I was going to say marketplace, like, like things that I, I forgot that I've been looking for will pop up in my profile. So maybe, or I don't yeah. think this pops up in a profile Actually, though, that's right? A really like good, this- Grace, that's a really good point. Marketplace was out for a while before it started to catch some traction and then it got yeah. real popular. And now it's very popular with these selling and trading groups. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's in there and exterior stuff being able to be pulled in. And so, yeah, I think it may just make take some time. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Amanda, great job. Thank you for sharing all about the shopping and the celebrities and the dating. So uh, our first official social media marketing talk show sleepover is now over. Amanda, you're in Austin now. Where are you headed next? Our digital nomad. After here, after I'm done here at Conversations, the mini chat conference, then I am off to Portland, Maine, off to the Agents of Change conference. So I'm going all the way to the opposite end of the country. And then when I'm done there, then I'm getting myself all the way back to the West Coast. So I have, uh, I think it's nine flights across 10 days. So, okay, yeah. (laughs) Well, good luck with that and safe travels. And we'll see you again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. you. Bye. All right. Uh, We've got one last piece of information here we want to talk about. In fact, this is also something else that was talked about at an F8, but it was this year's F8. And it's the Facebook desktop. Well, I guess it's mobile too. The the layout being updated and that is starting to roll out. So uh, we wanted to remind you what some of the features of that are. 
Right. And so this has been available on mobile. I think it started rolling out to mobile earlier and it's just now coming out to desktop. So again, it's a cleaner, more simplified layout. There's a light, I think it's a lighter color blue, if you notice that. And then the big thing is that it gives you the ability to have your must used features front and center, right? So if you're a big marketplace user and I'm not, then you're going to see marketplace and I'm going to see something else more, you know, I'm going to see more of my groups or other pages, right? It's going to have larger fonts, simplified layout. And then the big thing I really love is it saves your place in the newsfeed as you're scrolling. So more often than not, like I'll find something, I'll click on it. It'll take me off Facebook and then like, I want to come back and I've lost like, oh, I can't find that post I was looking at, or I can't find it again, right? Yeah, or you see all the same ones over again and you're scrolling and scrolling and then getting bored and then like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm done. And right. that's not what Facebook wants. They want you to stay on Facebook. So, And I think it's going to integrate the mobile experience. So if you're looking at something on your phone and then you put that down, you get back on and you get on your computer, I think it's supposed to pick up where you left off again. Yes. Yes. So um, they are trying to make the streamline. So this is rolling out. To several users have noted seeing this new format. And basically the, Facebook has said, if you don't have it yet, you will soon. So just hold on tight. It's coming your way. Yes. So I uh, wanted to do that quick reminder. And with that, uh, remind you again that you can find all the details of everything we talked about, extensive show notes in the Social Media Marketing Talk Show recap every Saturday as this episode drops. You can find it right over on Social Media Examiner at socialmediaexaminer.com slash news. Make sure to go subscribe to the show if you're not already. This is how you make sure you get this update coming to you without you having to go seek it out. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever your podcast listening preference tool of choice is, and then just search for social media marketing talk show, then hit that subscribe button. And uh, I want to say, hey, Grace, thank you for being a great co-host and a great producer of this show. Thank you, Eric, for being a great host. And thank you again to Amanda Robinson for joining us today. I I learned a lot. Hopefully you guys did too. I did. And uh, we'll be recording again next week, Friday, September 20th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find out how to join us live by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.